Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a first-hand account of all things secondhand and sustainable. This is about the resale vintage consignment world, how to navigate it, and what it means for our planet going forward. I am your host, Meredith Feynman, and I am also joined by my bestie in the Westie, producer Sarah Lane. Oh, hello, Mare. I know you've been traveling a lot lately, so it's so good to see you again. I know, I have. I have been toing and froing, getting ready <laughs> to promote Brag Better, my book out May 19th, 2020, with Penguin Random House. I'm very excited about that, and I'm really excited about our topic today. But before we get into that, I have a little scamo story, which I guess we're going to have to do a whole episode on because I got fake diptyque candles. Oh. So what happened? As I've disclosed, and we have a whole backlog since April 2019. Also, while you're at it, please, you know, subscribe, rate, review. And I have a secondhand candle problem. Uh, For a long time, I totally poo-pooed the idea of expensive fancy candles. I was like, y'all are idiots. And then I guess one day some, you know, switch just flipped in my brain. and, And I guess I discovered I could find them secondhand, which is usually what leads me down to a luxury new luxury path because I get frustrated when there's something I can't find secondhand Um, and I realized there were a ton of great secondhand candles which then led to there was one week a couple weeks ago where I bought like five different secondhand candles it's a little bit of a problem my go-to brands right now are Diptyque, Boy Smells which I love, uh, Maison Louise Marie, anyway I think I got scamalammed. And why do you think that? Like what happened? Okay. So I'm not 100% sure, but like here's what I think happened. So first of all, the Diptyque secondhand environment on Poshmark is literally fire, pun intended. It's hyper competitive and they go so quickly. Like Diptyque is so desired. They're out of France. You know, they're trendy candles that like every beauty blog, when you they run out, they make a nice jar that you can put like your like, brushes in or whatever so much so that people are selling empty ones which I think is insane so I saw these two that I thought were a good price I got doubly scammed because one they're teeny tiny I don't even know they're like smaller than a shot glass I don't even know like I I, I didn't see the scale and I didn't see the ounce sizes and I was like oh that's the travel size I've like gotten those before no this is like they're I mean I lit one and it was gone in like two seconds so (laughs) 
I they were in all this bubble wrap and I was like, ugh, wasteful, which, you know, if you're trying to be more sustainable with your habits, you can always reuse any of that materials if you're selling stuff or if you're giving gifts. Everyone knows that like my my brother and sister-in-law gave me like a really fancy gift bag with my birthday gift because they they knew I would be very excited to reuse that bag, get a lot of mileage out of it. So it came in all this wrapping and they were teeny tiny. So that was my first like not so great. And then I lit one and it smelled nice. But it started to turn yellow mm. in a way that was a little sus. Mm. And I was like, that's kind of sus. And then it burned really, really quickly. And I was like, mm, let me just like look at that. And it said diptyque on the bottom. But then I compared it with another one to just like and, see if the labels like, are the same. Yeah, slightly off. But also what was crazy, and I'll upload a picture of it, but like the diptyque sticker on the outside that like is the label of the brand, like kind of melted as it melted. It like kind of shrunk. Anyway, then I lit the other one and it just smelled like gasoline. So I was like, this is how I'm going to go, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Buying secondhand candles that light my house on fire. So I got scammed. Oh, I'm sorry, Mara. I I know how much you love candles. It's not going to, this is not going to stop me. So yeah, you you know you, you have gained some valuable knowledge, right? It's true. I've gained some knowledge, and if you think this is by any means going to curb my candle problem, you are wrong. <laughs> I like was like, oh, I got scammed. My house is gonna like light on fire, and then I immediately, with the other hand, was like scrolling <laughs> Poshmark for new diptyque candles. So you know, it's my own damn fault. I feel like the fans want it. We love to eat it. Talk about the treats of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> In so, our new treat podcast. So, what are you treating on? So, what are you treating yourself with? Oh, God. Okay. So <laughs> this treat is definitely not edible. And I want to preface this um, by saying that because Meredith was talking about candles, I got all excited. And this is like, this is going to be like a weird thing. But just stick with me. Okay. So hefty garbage bags <laughs> makes a scented bag that is lavender and uh, sweet vanilla. And you might be like, that's disgusting. Who would ever want that? I cannot tell you how much I love the scent of this. Like to the point where like, I am excited to take my garbage out because I'm like, garbage gross. Yeah, like whatever. But then when I put that fresh bag in, you know, under my sink and it has nothing in it and it smells like just a lot of chemicals, I love it, and it is an obsession of mine, and I want to know if anybody else cares about these things. I have, like, scented doggy bags, you know, for dog poop. Like, I don't enjoy that. I don't like anything about it. I just got to do it. But this is, like, actually something I love. So, a couple things. I guess we are expanding the definition of treat of the week to just like, what are you treating yourself to this week, which I I approve of. Turns out it's scented garbage bags, Mare. Well, a couple things. Like, one, (laughs) I'm going to visit you in Sonoma. You're going to be huffing hefty garbage bags. But second, you should write to them. Hi, if anyone who works for Hefty is listening to It Never Gets Old, please send Sarah a candle of this scent because she will oh be so God. happy. I, I mean, it's my favorite smell ever. Like, well, I don't so, know how anything smells so good. This two funny things. So one, I was with my mom um, the other night and we went to Rite Aid and she like grabbed 
hefty scented bags and she was like these smell so good you have to have some and I was like what she was like they're incredible they just smell so good you have to have some I was like oh my god okay and they were buy one get one free Amy Nathan on the case I know that's my mom Amy Nathan what up uh so (laughs) I have a giant box of them which I have not cracked open yet but I might um, under my sink so I'm very excited to try those but also one of my favorite moments in the Marie Kondo the sort of Japanese cleaning expert gifted woman fairy person she has a really funny line where she's like oh I just love American garbage bags they smell so good (laughs) she's like in Japan they don't smell like this so you're not alone. Go find a Reddit sub community. I'm telling you, I don't know why this gives me so much joy, but it really does. I'm like excited. I'm like, yes, Wednesday, garbage day. It's going to be like the new day. <laughs> the new garbage day. Like, I mean, like who would have thought? You know, whatever gets you through adulting. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> My treat of, I guess I'll just do the treat I had less, which was sometimes I put uh, marshmallows in the microwave with some peanut butter and chocolate chips and then mix it all around and like just shove it into my face. Dang, girl. I mean, that sounds decadent and also messy. It is both of those things and I'm a little nauseous now, but it was worth (laughs) it. And at the same time... Bean, my rescue adorable doggy poo, was eating a greenie, which you have a dog, Sarah. Like, what do they put in those things? That's her treat. But like greenies, they're so expensive. If anyone works for greenies, please send me greenies, though. Um, And also tell us what you put in them that make them doggy crack, because every dog loves them and they're a billion dollars. And they're these like little green bones that apparently brush your dog's teeth. And like, you know, they chew it out and it's like, you know, chewing toothbrush, whatever. They're shaped like a little toothbrush. But that's Bean's treat currently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Greenie's big fan um, in my household as well for the dog and the cat. We have, oh. green, we have Greenie's for both. And my cat, who she's, you know, she's getting on in her years. So she has to take some medicine. Um, the Greenie's pill pockets are second to none. They are wonderful. I, I have never tried them myself, but boy, does she like them. Well, I have totally tried some of Bean's treats and foods. <laughs> I will now admit this in public. As I've said, I'm a garbage human, like kind of gross person. But like, aren't you ever curious? Like, you know, just take like a little nibble. Well, I, Most I've, of it tastes I've like sawdust. I've tried like dog food in the past. Yeah. Anyway. Just to see. On theme, we're doing secondhand pets today secondhand pets here we are all of the secondhand pet things and i was thinking about it i was in new york and uh outside of my hotel so of course like the dog so like my dog bean um you can follow her on instagram at hi i'm bean she is a rescue got her at the pound three years ago she was a mess she's now like the diva queen has a million beds has a tiny miniature leather couch um i also make her wear outfits which Some people don't agree with, but I think it's like extremely cute. I don't know. Before I got her, I was like, it is disgusting to put clothing on a dog. And now I'm like, ooh, look at her whole little closet of outfits. Well, but when Um, it's it's cold, though, I mean, that's actually like, I mean, it's not disgusting. It's helping them. 
Well, she has like fur hair. These are not jackets. I make her wear like tank tops. So it started because <laughs> I got her almost three years ago in March from the Humane Rescue Alliance. She was at the pound. She was really sick. She was really dirty, covered in dead fleas, intensely matted. It's really sad. She now is a beautiful baby diva girl, but they had to shave her. It was so bad. And it was like snowing. She was very, very sick. Like thought it was pneumonia anyway. I didn't know what to do because I knew she was cold and I didn't know where to get pet clothes. And I went into one really, really fancy store and it was really expensive. So I went to TJ Maxx and I went to the baby kids section and I bought a baby fleece onesie and just cut the legs off and put it on her. And then she never stopped wearing clothes after that. Like dog clothes, not human clothes. Listen, I, I'm sure there are some dogs who were like, not for me. But I mean, my dog, he he also has very short fur. I mean, he's a big dude, but he he he's not like a you wouldn't call him like a furry dog. He has like very short hair and you can tell like in the morning, like when it's cold and I open the door, he's like, mm, I don't want to go out there. So like he loves wearing like little blankets. He has a serape that I got in Mexico City. That's a whole other story. But yeah, like he's down with it. So this is a long, long winded way of saying that. In D.C., there's not a lot of dogs that, you know, if I'm going to brag, are as as well-dressed as Bean Feynman is. (laughs) But in in New York City, she is a peon. Um, These dogs in New York are, like, so chic, so well-dressed. It's a whole thing. Fine. Um, But anyway, there was this well-dressed dog named Rosie outside of my hotel, and I knew her name was Rosie because she was wearing a puffer jacket with her name on it. And I was like, oh, this is some next-level shit. This is not the, like... Amazon dog puffer that I also own and so it was from Land's End and I ended up getting Bean One also. We were influenced by Rosie. I used to have a dog named Rosie. Shout out Rosie's, shout out Ruby, rest in peace, my childhood dog. So whether you have a dog, maybe you're not, you're listening to this, you're like, I'm a cat person, not a dog person. Sarah Lane is both. Um, Sarah Lane has a small farm. She doesn't have a small farm. I mean, she has a bunch of pets that are different types of animals I have two pets (laughs) I have one cat and one dog like it's not exactly a farm but I am I am I am pet agnostic I love them all yes and I am definitely more of a dog person but there's a whole secondhand market for this stuff and I went down the rabbit hole so here I am to share it with you so we all love our furry friends um maybe you have a dog a cat a sugar glider. I start like following all new types of animals on Instagram. Maybe you have a quokka, quokka, they're like these Australian things. Maybe you have a rat. I saw a fat rat on Instagram today, it's very cute. The point is you want cute things for your furry friends and you can actually get a lot of them secondhand. So we'll talk about buying first because that's primarily what I've done. Bean has a couple secondhand items. Uh, for the most part, I buy her tops, her shirts um, on Amazon from like China. They're very inexpensive and then they shrink and she has a lot of crop tops, uh, which will then I'll get into selling some of those. There's actually amazing secondhand pet stuff and it's a really great option. There are now so many different awesome like millennials have exploded out the pet 
market. I feel like in general, as things get more difficult and we love our furry friends that also don't talk back to us, like, you know, we want more and more great accessories for them. I also clicked on like one Instagram ad one time. Like, Sarah, is your Instagram feed like only pet stuff? Because mine is. Well, so my dog Otis has his own Instagram account. So uh, I spend most of my Instagram time in there, you know, just making sure that all his friends are, you know, being appropriate and all that stuff. But I mean, it has Instagram has never been so fun to me, like to the point where like my my account, my Sarah Lane account, I'm like, God, all right, I'll like post something every once in a while. But like Otis's account is so much fun. Yeah. So I get served all this really. I fall very, very easily for like the cute pet stuff. And then I get to the checkout and it's very expensive. And then I get annoyed, which is what drove me to start looking up pet on eBay and Poshmark. And there is a ton of stuff, but there's also some designer stuff. So people are like, oh, you know, Bean, like, doesn't she have, she probably has like a Louis Vuitton collar. I was like, first of all, I would never. But now that I think about it, maybe I should see if there are any secondhand. Yeah. Like, I mean, if the price was right. Exactly. So all like major design houses um, and fashion brands like Chanel, definitely Hermes, Louis Vuitton for sure. Prada, everybody has for a long time done like little bits and pieces of pet, whether it's leashes or collars. But I feel like the number of pets we have now, they all have Instagram. You know, we're all getting pets as single people, not necessarily like a dog with a family, you know, and and some kids. Like we are here to pamper and spoil our fur children. Um, And Bean is my daughter. So that means that there's actually some amazing secondhand designer stuff. Uh, when someone asked me that, I was like, no, but I would get the Goyard dog bowls that I saw at the real, real store in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Totally. They're still on sale. I was like, should I get them? No, I should not get them. So like Goyard, which is a brand we'll get into hand painted, made in France, a brand I understand less and, and isn't something I desire. But when I saw those dog bowls, I was like, oh, it comes in like a little trunk set that you open and it's like travel bowls. I was like, "Mm, he needs this. This is a necessary object. And then there are things like I've seen on Poshmark, Balenciaga leashes. I tried to send one to my brother and sister-in-law because they're getting a dog. I was like, hi, can you get this for your dog? It's a pink studded Balenciaga leash. My brother was like, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) You know what's funny is, and I know that you're, you know, you're talking about this, you know, ha ha, like we're crazy kind of thing. But I really do think, especially single people, I'm a single person and I love my pets and It's sort of like showering gifts and praise onto somebody in your family. That cannot be understated. Like, that is so fun. It brings so much joy to my life. So I get why why the secondhand market of this would be so thriving. I'm not kidding either. It's a multi-multi-billion dollar industry. It's one that's deeply important to us, deeply important to my heart, like... Bean, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever loved it. Like I look at her and I'm like, I love you so much. I could throw up everywhere. Um, it's it's like visceral. It's yeah. important. It's yeah. important. It's, these are uh, these that's are hard what it means to-, to own a pet and love them. Yeah, and it's it's and I'm like, oh god, I can only imagine my feelings toward a human I made. Like, oh my god, I'll just like spontaneously combust. But you know, I think that 
these are difficult times. A lot of us are single longer or we're choosing to have, you know, not get married. Other things like these are great. Pets are amazing, incredible, important companions. Anyone that knows me knows that or has looked at my like Instagram for one second knows that like Bean is my whole life. I collaborated on a book called Microtrends Squared that came out in 2018. Uh, and one of those microtrends, it's a book of small trends making big impact in a wide, wide range of arenas, is single with pet. And this was the only chapter that I wrote in without basically without the researcher. Um, we had this incredible, incredible friend of mine who I had come do the research for this book. But I wrote the whole thing from memory because I am a single person, millennial person with a pet. And it was all about how previously getting a pet was oftentimes for a family um, and the kids of the family. Now we're so many single people having pets and because we are delaying marriage and kids, deciding not to get married, deciding not to have kids, pets are really playing more and more of an enormous role. Like we all, I'm in like three different Facebook groups that are like podcast pet adjacent. Like it's amazing. I'm with you on that. I, you know, I do not have children. I maybe will one day. But my pets are my children. And the kind of like treating pets as children, again, like there's sort of like a wink, wink, like, ha ha, we're all crazy thing. But they bring me so much joy. I wouldn't have it any other way. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, frankly. So the point is, if you're thinking about dressing up your fur baby <laughs> uh, no, or a bird baby or whatever kind of baby, uh, there's great stuff at a place like a TJ Maxx. But then there's great secondhand like nicer stuff um, or higher end stuff or designer stuff that's actually really fun. Like I would never buy Bean anything Louis Vuitton. Like I care that she's like fashionable and like fun and cute, but I'm also not a boob. Though no shade if you do, I respect it. I don't think I, I could do that, but you know, you never know. You can start looking up some of this pet stuff on the real real. So the only pet stuff on the real real is gonna be like very luxury, never touched, ridiculous Goyard bowls. Please, it never gets old listener, buy them and send us a picture. They're so amazing. They are actually in the Soho store in New York. I went and visited them. Um, nobody has bought them. But all of these designers like make leashes, make harnesses, make collars, and they're only starting to make more things. Like Montclair, which I've talked about, fancy puffer coat, like almost as a joke, did a doggy vest and it sold out immediately. And then I've seen some like faux ones, <laughs> like, you know, like talk about anything being faked. I was sitting there on the internet wondering if should I should buy being like a fake dog Montclair vest. I was like, I have to stop somewhere. The The funny thing about that is like, okay, like who suffers? Bean doesn't care. So, so, but like, but like, like how much do you care? No, I mean... I don't really. And and I got the link from someone who had one on his dog. And I was like, yo, that's cute. Did you really buy the Montclair? He's like, no, it's something, you know, I got on the Internet for $15. I was like, excellent. Send me the link. The point is, though, um, there's so much pet stuff. You could also do a lot of recycling. Like we've talked a lot about secondhand as a practice for being more sustainable and something we all spend a lot of money and time and resources and just stuff on is pets. And there's a ton of extra stuff to go around. Like Bean has like five beds. She doesn't need all these different beds. I buy new ones all the time. Like, so there's actually a ton of um, this stuff on eBay, on, on Poshmark, Mercari, that's like pet stuff that people are dying to get rid of that you can get for really low prices. And like, it's recycling. 
you guys can't see this, but in my current situation, Mary was like, oh, you got the kitty Death Star behind you, which I do, which is like a, it's like a cat condo. I call it the Death Star because that's what it looks like. My cat just, she didn't like it. She just was sort of like, eh, I don't like it. But it was expensive. This is something that somebody else would get something out of. This is something I should definitely put on the market. So let's talk a little bit about selling secondhand because I want the kitty Death Star for Bean, but like she doesn't have the agility of a cat. She would just tumble right out of that. Like it's not, (laughs) it wouldn't be a good look. So one thing about secondhand pet, we talked a lot about like, you know, cleanliness and buying things and how quote unquote used are they, loved are they, um, dirty are they. And with pet stuff, like you can start to think about things you can sell, but I would say more than honestly any other category, this stuff has to be extremely clean. I mean, now we're talking about animals. Um, there are children, but they're also animals. Um, and so I think that like being very upfront with wear and use, you know, what kind of animal was in there, condition, like you got to be like, you can definitely, I was, I was cruising through some of this earlier. I would say all the stuff that I've bought, you know, has the tags on or is very, very close to like pristine condition. So the thing to think about if you're if you're selling stuff. Another thing to think about that I was considering before recording is I got Bean as an adult dog. She's almost nine years old. Happy birthday, Bean, March 1st. Um, I found myself two days ago looking at like the astrology behind people born on March 1st, which is doubly ridiculous because I adopted her on March 1st. Like that's not actually her birthday, but I've decided she's gonna like adopt these characteristics and whatever. But sometimes you get a puppy and wee-wee pads are not cheap. Sometimes I almost adopted a different dog many years ago and like bought all these big toys and like found them the other day and was like, oh, like these should go to another dog. Like Bean is 13 pounds. She can't use this Kong that's like the size of her head. What's the real wheel of like dog stuff? I think that that is something that someone will start start watch like watch this space because I think it will only expand extensively as brands realize that people want to spend money on their pets and luxury brands and that like Montclair like did then produced a lot more doggy vests like this is going to be an area that's really going to expand which means there's gonna be a lot of stuff which means a lot of people can't use it which means they're gonna sell it so the real real has some stuff now Um, I bet that category will expand. Poshmark has some now. Again, I bet it'll expand. eBay, I think, probably always has had that stuff. And Craigslist has always had that stuff. But it's actually something you can make some money on. I mean, we spend so much money on all this stuff. Sometimes your pet doesn't use it. So when you're selling secondhand pet, no matter what kind of pet, I would say the first most important thing is condition, like being really upfront, washing things out, um, just because it's like a different level. It's a it's a whole it's a different different beast, literally different animal. And then being really really clear about measurements. I always have to guesstimate when I'm ordering bean stuff, especially if I'm ordering her stuff for like China, where like she's a Chinese XXL, even though she's like a Shih Tzu Maltese that weighs like 14 pounds. It's really, really important to measure things. I tried to buy her like a secondhand vest and it was enormous. And I I don't just rely, like small, medium, large doesn't mean anything in pet land. You have to measure. Yeah, no, it's it's very true. My dog is, he's a big dude. He's about 80 pounds. But even that, like, if you're like, oh, 80 pounds, that's a big dog. 
it matters, you know, like what his, uh, you know, like his chest. You have to measure that kind of stuff because I have bought stuff on on Amazon or, you know, wherever before where I'm like, eh, it was a good idea in theory, but it actually doesn't fit him. So there's that. Yeah, I mean, I would just be very clear about size and breed or if you're buying something from someone, you can comment and ask what breed their dog is. Sometimes breed is easier than size. Like, because there's no like, oh, beans a double zero. Like there is no standard sizing for pets. It's there's only like kind of breeds and then you have tons of mutts. So like you you have to measure, like you don't know what, what things are. And sometimes there's extra special clothing as I've learned from Jenna Marbles for Italian greyhounds because they have really skinny necks or whatever. And they were like, like, it's very hard to find stuff for them. Um, (laughs) I know that now, Uh, but yeah, you have to just be extra careful when you're buying stuff and measure it for your pet and ask the right questions. And if you're like some lady that I saw, he was on Instagram that was, <laughs> this is different. This is like selling uh, children's playthings, but she bought a set of Fisher Price slides. And someone was like, oh, how old are your kids? And she's like, these are for my pugs. And it was just photos of her pugs like going down the slides. So you can also buy a child slide for your dog. <laughs> Most important, though, it never gets old, listeners. Tell us about your pets. Drop the Instagram handles. It's true, Sarah. Like, I I am in, like, when I follow my friends' dogs, I send them messages constantly. Like, everything they upload, I respond with a message that is very obviously for the dog, even if it's someone I'm not that close to. Like, we have a mutual friend, Sarah, with a beautiful dog named Ivy, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm friends with this person, but I'm not, like super close but every day when they post a picture of their beautiful dog ivy i reply being like hi i love you princess totally (laughs) and the thing is just like as a pet owner it's funny because you're like oh if it was person to person you'd be like that's a little much but like with pets every time i'm like thank you thank you for loving him yeah I have another friend with a really cute dog and every time she posts a pit, like a, she does stories, I respond to every single one of them. It's just like visceral. It's not. And it's like, hey, I love you. I love you, my queen. You're my queen. And and it's funny because she was like, you always reply with the same thing. I was like, I thought we were never going to talk about this. But I looked into my like replies because obviously the dog doesn't reply back. Though sometimes, no, Bean doesn't really reply to stuff. But like the, it's just... I screenshotted the DMs because it's just only for me. And it's all like, hi, my queen. Hi, I love you. Hi, my queen. Hi, I love you. Oh, my God, I love you. Oh, my God, you're so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, oh God, I'm one of those guys that slides into the DMs that won't leave. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the woman's like, just keep, you're keeping at it. But that's, you know what, that's okay. So tell us if you've ever bought secondhand pet stuff, how it went, some more hot tips. Uh, If you've sold stuff or you're thinking about it now, list it on your Poshmark, see how it does, and give us a full report. You can always find us online at ingopodcast.com. There you will learn more about me, your host, Meredith Feynman, my producer, Sarah Lane. You can always email us a question, hello at ingopodcast.com. I love reading your emails. They're so fun. You can always slide into the DMs at ingopodcast, at Meredith Feynman, and tell us about your fur babies. We can't wait to see you soon.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 